Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. Are you ready for the word tonight? The, the word of the Lord that the Lord gave me tonight is... The title of the message is entitled this, From Darkness to Daylight. From Darkness to Daylight. And God takes us from darkness to daylight. Amen. I don't know what you're going through or what kind of darkness that may have has hindered your life, but the Lord's saying, get ready. I'm about to take you from darkness into the daylight. And, and, and so, as we look at the text tonight that I have, uh, this is the title, but the text that I have tonight is found in John chapter number 9 and verse number 1 is where we're going to be looking at tonight. I, I, before I share this, I just want, want you to know the disability of blindness is one of the most difficult to understand. If you... If you being blind is one of the most difficult things to understand if you've never been blind. But there is something worse than physical blindness, and that's spiritual blindness. There's so many Christians we can talk the talk, but are we walking the walk? Uh, we're so spiritually blinded that we don't even realize it. And God says, I'm getting ready to take you from darkness into the daylight. And, and so I want to look tonight at, 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 at a man that was blind. Okay? A man that was blind. And I, I want you to see this tonight. In John chapter number 9 and verse number 1. And I'm going to read out of the Message Bible tonight, okay? This is 1 through 8. I'm, this is going to be a lengthy uh, scripture, but I, I just feel like I needed to share this tonight. In verse number 1, Walking down the street, Jesus saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, causing him to be born blind? Jesus said, You're asking the wrong question. You're looking for someone to blame. There is no such cause effect here. Look instead for what God can do. We need to be energetically at work for the one who sent me here. Working while the sun shines. The night falls and the, the work day is over. For as long as I am in the world, there is plenty of light. I am the world's light. He said, this is the, is the spit in the dust. May, he, he said this and then spit in the dust and made clay paste with the saliva, rubbing the paste on the blind's, blind man's eyes and said, go wash in the pool of Salam. Salam means sent. The man went and washed and saw. Soon the town was buzzing. His relatives and those who, who year after year had seen him as a blind man begging 
were saying, Why isn't this the man we knew he sat here and begged? I want you to see something here in this text as we, as we look at this, because God's taken us from darkness into the daylight. And, and in this scripture, you can see that. And I like how Jesus addresses everybody. Because they always ask the question. And people, whenever something happens to somebody, they want to know who the cause is. And that's exactly what they did to Jesus. They, they asked him, who, what caused it? Was it his parents? Did they sin? What did they do? What, what happened to this man? Was it him? Why was he blind at birth? And Jesus said, you're asking the wrong questions. I mean, I love how blunt Jesus is. He just says, you're asking the wrong questions. You're looking for someone to blame. Come on, sickness is just sickness until you put authority over the sickness. Come on, you didn't catch that. Sickness is sickness until you put the authority of the name of Jesus over the sickness. Because when you put the name of Jesus over the sickness, it takes it from darkness into the daylight. Come on, the worst thing there is, rather than physical blindness, is spiritual blindness. And so many times we, we got to look and see what Jesus sees. We got to see what he sees, see how he reacts. And, and, and Jesus took authority over the situation. How many tonight are ready for Jesus to take authority over your situation? Where we're not pointing fingers at people, we're not pointing fingers at other things, or how we did things, we're, we're, we're not blaming them, we're just looking at the, at the answer, which is Jesus. See, God takes the darkness of sin... And he turns it into light. From darkness to daylight. See, this man, he was blind. Number one, he was blind. Number two, he was begging. And number three, he was hopeless. He was blind, he was begging, and he was hopeless. He needed a miracle. He needed a miracle. See, see, we've had several people come into the epicenter church that needed a miracle. They weren't, they weren't just beggars. They were just saying, I need a miracle. And I know if I come to this place, I'm going to be healed. I mean, we've already had the watch God, watch God moments with people that have said, I come in because I needed a miracle. God told me to come into this house so I could get my miracle. And, they, and God took the blindness off. Just like he took the blindness off of this, this man. He took the blindness off of him. He was begging. He was hopeless. He, didn't, he was desperate for a miracle. 
How, how many tonight are desperate for a miracle? Are you ready to see God move in your life? God wants to take you from darkness into the daylight. He wants to bring forth the light in your life. And the light is Jesus. The light is Jesus. Number one, we have the darkness of sin. How many know sin is dark? And God takes us from the sin, from the darkness of sin, and He takes us to the light of salvation. He, he's taken us from darkness into the daylight. Uh, sometimes we just need God to shine His light a little brighter. Because have you ever just been in the darkness? Where it's pitch black, you can't see. I'll never forget my father-in-law. He took me down into one of his, uh, my uncle's uranium mines. We had those helmets on, you know, had the light on, the miner's light on. And, and you could see everywhere you go. They took us pretty deep down into the mine. And as we're down in the mine, finally my uncle said, Hey, everybody turn your lights out. We all turned our lights out. I, you could not see your hand in front of your face. It was that dark. And, and, and I'll never forget, we're just standing there, and there's, there's four different ways to get out. Or actually, one way to get out. There's four different way, uh, paths. And we were right there in the crossroads. And, and I knew that in my mind. I was in the crossroads. And I, I knew that if my light didn't come back on, I knew that I was just going to turn completely around and walk that direction and hopefully not hit the wall. But I remember whenever uh, uh, I, we turned the lights back on, I mean, it lit the whole place up. And, and, I mean, because it was very fearful whenever we were in the dark. And we're down there in a pit. It was dark. It was scary. And what was even more scary is when we turned the lights on and I saw this rubble of uh, rocks. And I said, hey, when did that happen? My uncle said, I just happened last week. And I'm like, I I'm ready to go. <laughs> I I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm ready to go. <laughs> But, but whenever you have that, you're in that darkness. Sometimes we're in that darkness of life. And, and, and we can't see. Just like I was there in that uranium mine. I could not see my hand in front of my face when we all shut our lights out. But when we turn the light on. Sometimes we've got to just turn the light on by saying, Jesus, I need your help. We call upon the name of Jesus. And the moment we call on the name of Jesus... We begin to see the light. It begins to illuminate. It begins to illuminate everything around us. And it's the light of salvation that begins to illuminate into our life. In John chapter number 9 and verses 9 through 14, the Bible says, Others said, it's him, all right. But others objected. It's not the same man at all. It just looks like him. He said, it's me, the very one. They said, how did your eyes get open? The, 
a man named Jesus, everybody say Jesus, made a paste and rubbed it on my eyes and told me to go to, the, to Salam and wash. I did what he said. When I washed, I saw. Come on, I'll just say, say that again. When I washed, I saw. Man, that just gets a hold of me right there. When he washed, he saw. He saw. So where is he? I don't know. They marched the man to the Pharisees. This day when Jesus made the paste and healed the blindness was on the Sabbath. I want you to see something here. Jesus performed this miracle. And in this miracle... If he can do it for the blind man, he can do it for us. He can do it for you. Whatever you're going through, he can take it off. He just says, get, just, just get ready to get washed. Sometimes we just need a good washing. Amen? Oh, we needed this rain. Because this rain washes off all the stink. We need a good wash with the blood of Jesus. Where he just washes us totally clean. And when he washes us totally clean, I'm telling you, he begins to let his light begin to illuminate right out of our life. He takes us from darkness into the daylight. From darkness into the daylight. This is what happened. There was the touch of life that happened. Jesus gave that man life again. Gave him life again because now he can see. You know what he can do? He can work now. It's easier for him to work than sit by the door and beg. He gave him a touch of life. And the blind man's, the blind man's response was, was so powerful. He said, now I can see. Now, you know when Jesus touches you and touches your situation... Even though it don't make sense, and we're trying to figure it all out, and figure out how it's going to work out, God, you're going to have to show up. I mean, you're going to have to show off. I mean, that's what I preached on last week, showing off God's blessings. God's showing off His blessings. God, it don't make sense right now. But if you just walk it out, that's exactly what the blind man had to do. He had to walk out his miracle. He had to walk it out. He had to go to the pool. And when he made it to the pool, then he had to wash. And when he washed, he saw, Cameron. When he washed, he saw. It may not make sense, the situation you're in right now. It may not make sense, but the Lord says, just, just, just walk it out. Walk out your miracle. Do what God told you to do now so that He can promote you to where you need to go. I mean, I've, I've been guilty of that where I just whine and cry and gripe and complain. and Man, Iris' head's going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whine and gripe and complain and tell, God, why isn't it working this way? Why, why aren't you doing it that way? And you get agitated, you get aggravated, you get mad. But God says, finish out the work you're doing now so that I can promote you to the next level. 
And, and that's exactly what happened to this man. He was begging. He was asking God, asking everybody to help him. He was asking for money. He was doing that. And then Jesus come along. Made a little paste. He made a little paste, put it on his eyes. Said, now just go wash. And when you wash, you're going to be able to see. And when he washed, he saw. There was some light. See, the touch of life began to happen. And he was able to see. I love it because in this text, you'll find out, there were several people that asked him over and over and over, what happened? What happened? How did it happen? And he kept telling them, he made, clay, he made some clay and paste and he stuck it on my eyes and I went and cleaned. And when I did, when I washed, I could see again. Uh, can I tell somebody today, you're about to have that watch God moment where people are going to say, oh, how did it happen for you, Anita? How did it happen for you, Grandma Shirley? How did it happen for you, Ebony? How did it happen for you, Cameron? There was a man called Jesus. He said, go wash. And now you can see. God's about to give sight to somebody tonight. God's about to give sight to somebody's vision tonight. I don't know. Oh, man, I just felt the Holy Spirit on that. God's about to give sight to somebody's vision tonight. Your vision's got dust on it. And God's about to blow the dust off. Hmm. No, he's not about to blow the dust off. He's about to make some paste. <laughs> With the dust that's on your vision. Because you allowed dust to get on your vision. Then he's going to take that paste and put it on your eyes. So your vision will come back again. It's going to be a rebirth to you. It's going to be a restirring in your spirit again. Because God says, now, go and wash. And you'll be able to see your vision clear again. You'll be able to see your vision clear again. And when you see your vision, it's going to be different than it was before. Because before, you didn't have hope in your vision. See, this, this blind man didn't have hope for his vision. Wasn't eye doctors, there wasn't surgeons around to help him. But there was a man named Jesus. Come on the Sabbath day. Breaking all the rules for them Pharisees. And healed him on the Sabbath. God wants to heal somebody tonight. God wants to clear somebody's vision tonight. See, so many times we're blinded spiritually. But God says, I'm about to make some clay. I'm, I'm about to apply some clay. And when I apply that clay on your eyes, Jill, he's telling you, just go wash. And you'll be able to see again. Come on, you'll be able to just go wash and you'll be able to see again, Lynn. God's about to turn it all around. All we got to do is just trust Him. What, what has been my saying, Ebony? Trust the process. Hallelujah. We just got to trust the process. 
See, that, that blind man, he could have just sat there with that clay on his eyes. Went back to begging. Went back to crying. Went back to his pity party. Crying, saying, God, nobody helps me. Nobody's helping me. Just pity partying. But no. He listened to the instructions and trusted the process and walked it out. And when he walked it out, he, cleaned, he washed and he could see. Somebody tonight just, just needs a good washing. Because you're about to see again. God's about to birth new life in you again. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, the Bible says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. God wants to bring a refreshing. I, I just feel that there's about to be a wave of refreshing coming your direction. I, I, I just hear that in the spirit. There's a wave of refreshing coming your direction. I, I just feel that in the spirit tonight. There's a wave that is about to hit Epicenter Church. And as it hits Epicenter Church, it's going to hit the people of Epicenter Church. And it's going to hit your job. It's going to hit your family. It's going to hit your finances. It's going to hit your health. And when God's wave hits you, Get ready. You're going to be just like this blind man. You're going to be able to see again. You're going to be healed again. God's going to heal you. God's going to touch your finances. When the wave hits, God's going to touch you in a powerful way. There's something big that is about to happen. I don't know why that phrase keeps popping up, but something big is about to happen. Come on, somebody needs to receive that tonight. I'm going to receive it tonight. Something big is about to happen. There's an outbreak tonight of something big that is about to happen. Uh, Pam, something big is about to happen for you and Rick. Uh, you get ready because it's bigger than what you can imagine. And, and God just says, quit trying to figure it out. Just relax. You're too tense about it. <laughs> Just relax. God's got this. <laughs> you can. She wants. Can I lie on the floor? <laughs> Just relax. That's all you got to do, because God says something big is about to happen. Something big is about to happen. It's not just going to affect you, but it's going to affect everybody around you. And it's going to happen fast. Remember the word I spoke a couple. Might have been this weekend. It's going to happen fast. I prophesy that. I speak it over you tonight in Jesus' name. We just need to quit trying to figure God out. I mean, just think of that blind man if he tried to figure Jesus out. What are you doing? I mean, it's probably a good thing that he was blind when Jesus spit in the ground. He couldn't see what was about to happen to him. He probably just thought he was by a mud puddle. Everybody else saw what was going on. And 
Then he just went and cleaned his eyes. And, and he saw. He washed and he saw. There was a miracle that happened. Why? Because there's a man named Jesus that showed up and he showed off. A prophet from God. A man of God. The son of God. He, he arrived and when he arrived, things began to happen. Jesus is about to show up. The son of man is about to show up to your situation. In the darkness, in the middle, just like I preached Sunday morning, right in the middle. If you're right in the middle, you're right in the middle of God's will. If you're right in the middle of the pressure, you're right in the middle of God's will. Hallelujah, because nothing's going to harm you in the middle. Nothing's going to harm you in the middle. Because God is about to turn the darkness into daylight. Tonight, He's about to turn your darkness into daylight. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and EpicenterChurchOK.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.